Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Please consider supporting Black Women United, YEG, for the protection and advancement of black women and girls in Alberta. You can learn more about them at bwunited.ca. Uh, They are always looking for donations and volunteers. So please, again, support Black Women United, Y-E-G, for the protection and advancement of black women and girls in Alberta. Again, that website is bwunited.ca. Hey, this is Nicole calling from Hamilton, and I needed to let everyone know that I really proudly support Vish and Creative Control. I have for many years. I will for many more, as long as he keeps delivering these amazing interview podcasts. When you hear one of Vish's interviews, you think he's known this guest for years, they're good friends, Uh, but the truth is he approaches every interview, whether it's sort of up-and-coming indie artists or established icons or like famous intimidating comedians with uh, a really deep, genuine curiosity, so he's never met this person, and the same really warm uh, candor, as so he's known them forever. I think it really lends to a great chat, no matter who he's talking to, and for that reason... I think you should throw Vish, like, what, a dollar a month? He's got jokes. The jokes make it worth it. Support Creative Control on Patreon. To make your flexible monthly donation to Creative Control, please visit patreon.com slash creative control today. I'm Vish's wife, and remember, when you name a dog Janet or Timothy, you are dragging humanity down just a little bit. Islands is a dynamic and adventurous rock band founded by Nick Thorburn, who is currently based in Los Angeles, California. Adored for his work in the Unicorns, Thorburn formed Islands in 2006, and after working with different musicians, landed on a constant with collaborators Evan and Jordy Gordon and Adam Hafferty. After an unofficial hiatus that began in 2016, Islands have returned with a fabulous new album called Islamania which is available everywhere on June 11th, 2021, courtesy of Royal Mountain Records. I recently caught up with Nick, Evan, and Jordy for a nice conversation about why Islands almost stopped and why Islomania has brought them back, why Nick and the Gordon brothers are in love, 
Evan's inventive live streaming project, Planet Sled, Jordy's forthcoming solo album, future plans for islands, and much more. A part of the Entertainment One Network with the support of listeners like you, who follow and subscribe to this podcast and spread the word about it, and make flexible monthly donations at patreon.com slash Control with additional support from Blackbird Music, a well-stocked record store with locations in Edmonton and Calgary, and friendly staff who will happily help you source special orders for hard-to-find titles, which you can learn more about at blackbird.ca, and Massey Hall's concert film series, live at masseyhall.com, where you can stream dozens of 30-minute films for free, including performances by past podcast guests like The Weather Station, plus in-kind support from Pizza Trocadero, The Bookshelf, and Planted Bean Coffee in Guelph, Ontario, and Granddad's Donuts in Hamilton, Ontario. This is the 617th episode of Creative Control, featuring the lovely and talented Islands with your host, me, Vish Khanna. Are you there? Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi. Nice to see all of you. Uh, it is really nice to see all of you. I haven't seen any of you in a long time. And I want to, uh, just for the people listening, I want to go to each of you individually and so they can get used to your voices. I want to start with uh, Nick. Nick, are you there? I'm here, baby. It's nice to see you. How are you? You too. It's nice to see you as well. Speaking of long, your hair is looking fantastic. Oh, thank you very much. I get a lot of compliments on my hair. And it makes me a little self-conscious. It's a lot of attention. I don't mean to draw so much attention to myself with the long hair, you know? <laughs> you look good, too. Your hair's longer than it's been in, in some time, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice to have this hair check-in. Where in the world are you? I'm in Los Angeles. Lipstick City. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> LA, uh, is this where you primarily live these days? It is not only where I primarily live. It's where I secondarily live and... and uh, <laughs> try laterally live it's it's just where i live period the primary part discounts any need to mention any other kind <laughs> of living that's if we agree that you live there primarily you don't have to go on and on nick i'm just te- no that's good you're how long have you been in la though Ugh, i've been here 10 years basically too long wow too long yeah so you are an america I, I think of you as canadian nick thorburn i am but you are in America. How is it? What is it like being in You've been in, in 10 years, so you've been there through a lot of tumult. And uh, right now, as, you, as we're all speaking, uh, there seems to be a lot of light shining through the shadows with your new administration. How are you feeling being a Canadian in America right now? I've lived, yeah, I've lived through three. Honestly, I moved to New York in 2007. So I, I've lived through four presidential administrations. And I don't like any of them, to be honest. Mm. You're not feeling, not, I, not feeling the I'm optimism feeling, right now? Nope. Well, what, what, what is giving you pause? What is giving you pause? For the, <laughs> they're walking around with no masks. They're like, everything's great. Well, are we going, are we going this way? Are we going to get political? I don't know. Well, <laughs> you're, I, I, America's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Well, so why do you stay? It's a, it's a, why do you stay in a, in a nightmare? Supremacist. Uh, yeah, well, that's true. Why? Um, well, where am I going to go? You know, where's good? Good point. 
Canada don't seem so good. That's that's fair. Canada's a we live in, you know, the buzz the word of the day is settler colonialism and that we all live in these kinds of states. So I don't know where to go. Maybe uh Antarctica. Yeah. Maybe Evan yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. I think like a north uh, North Pole. That's where I would go. <laughs> you know, it's funny that it's funny, Nick, that you pointed out Evan because Evan uh, Gordon, who uh, just uh, chimed in there, you live, you don't live in Canada, you don't live in America. Where do you live, Evan? Oh well, I I live in uh, on another planet that <laughs> exists only in my mind. <laughs> Uh, essentially, I mean, I do live in uh, in Guelph, Ontario, in a basement bunker, but yeah, I'm not really there. Sort of, I guess I live no. inside my computer, and maybe that's uh, some advice uh, where you could live. Don't we all? So we all kind of right? live inside of our computers and our phones. Uh, where? What is the planet you live on again? Sled. Planet Sled. Uh, yeah, yes. with two Ds. Yes. Um, I mean, I don't want to uh, get, uh, get too uh, literal about that, but yeah, that's uh, how I sp- I spend my days. Uh, yeah, on an on another planet. No, it's great. I, I've seen, uh, I've heard tell, and seen tell of your planet on the social media, and it's and on YouTube and things like that. It seems very fun to be on a different planet. Yeah, and quite. To Nick's point, wouldn't we all want to be somewhere else? It sounds like you've just taken this. You say you don't want to get too literal, but I feel like you did a little bit, and I think it's I think it's good to get away from it all. I mean, yeah. In what Nick was saying, I think the idea is uh, instead of uh, trying to escape to another planet, it would be better to maybe make the Earth a better place. And I know it seems uh, doomed, I but... Like I like uh, maybe that. Maybe like it's that. possible. <laughs> maybe it's possible. I don't know. You know, like uh, everyone's like, "Oh, America sucks. I'm going to move to Canada. Canada sucks. I'm going to move to America." But uh, you know, just wherever you are, trying to make it uh, better—not uh, for yourself, but for the people who need it. I like that yeah. Better. No, I, I'm with you. The view. Uh, the, what I like about Evan being on Planet Sled is he looks down upon the world with clarity of vision and he can give humans <laughs> advice on how to make yeah Earth yeah totally it's from a his good, perspective like, uh, <laughs> yeah it's a good um tool uh, you have uh, taken on something of an advisory role is that right evan yeah yeah i guess almost like in a in a fantasy way that uh living on this other planet i have the oversight to tell people where they're going wrong but uh you know i think everyone knows uh, where they're going wrong anyway they're just uh, choosing to ig- ignore it yeah sometimes you just need a push to know which way is the right way to go I think that's mm-hmm. what you're saying we all know somehow maybe uh, well your brother just chimed in uh, Jordy Jordy Gordon you're there I heard you how's it Hi going there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing okay thank you <laughs> now where 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 in the world are you Jordy uh, I'm in Toronto Ontario which Used to be close to my brother in Guelph, but it seems a world away at the moment. Yes. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, when was the last time you you, you two, I think of the, the Gordon brothers as being uh, uh, thick as thieves, virtually intertwined, you know, I can't imagine one without the other. When's the last time you were physically in the same space as your brother, Evan? I think it was in July or August. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ten months. Wow, holy cow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, well, I guess that makes sense. We're all... 
we're all living through it. One thing before I, I go on with you there, Jordy, is uh, Evan, you are, I think, I think, if I recall correctly, you were the first guest I've had on my show from Guelph since I left Guelph. And so... Oh, I, uh, interesting. I, yeah, it's weird how it's worked out. I had a couple of like, I, maybe I'm missing someone and I feel bad if I forgot anyone, but I thought I would just check in uh, before we hear more about Toronto. How is Guelph doing, uh, particularly without me and my family there? Is it, I assume it's whiter, <laughs> but is there anything uh, else going on? No, uh, actually, that's kind of funny, but you know, outside of downtown, there's many uh, different colors of people. That's true. Here, I don't know. You know, it's it's a hard to answer that question. I don't know actually when you left uh, Guelph, but December thirtieth, twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen, and so when did January? Uh, tw- we were here by like yeah, January twenty twenty, and then two months later, because I left Guelph. Started, so. Yeah, every, I left Guelph, and the world was like, nope, the equilibrium's yeah. off. We got to stop everything. This sucks. I think that's what happened. I don't actually really know because I haven't uh, because. It's been uh, shut down. You know, I don't really have a concept of what Guelph is like at all. And I don't go like I literally only walk around the couple blocks around my house and and um, rarely in the other parts. But I don't know. It seems to be okay. But it's like anywhere in the world, like Guelph used to be a place uh, where artists could go because it was cheap to live or, you know, things like that. But it's just like. Uh, super expensive, tons of bougie people doing bougie stuff. Things. Yeah, it know? sounds like just what? like wherever. It's not. Yeah. It's not any different, I guess, than anywhere else, uh, other than it's uh, nice. But no, I do. I miss uh, running into you time and again on the streets. But I, <laughs> I, I wouldn't even know that you left if you know if you wouldn't have told me yeah i guess a lot of people aren't are not sure uh, what anyone's up to right is that what you're saying like uh just in town yeah, yeah 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 or what the overall vibe of the uh city is like i do follow uh guelph today the newspaper uh the local newspaper so i i know that but yeah that's i don't know it's, it's the same but uh not headed in a in some ways headed in a good place, but I don't think it's going to be like a great music art place going forward because oh. uh, nobody's going to be able to afford to live here or they already can't. So. It's one of the reasons we moved, I might say, actually, uh, to be to be frank with you. Uh, Nick, is are you able yeah. to get out and see people in Los Angeles uh, at all or do you have to hunker down for the most part? No, we've I've been I'm vac- fully vaccinated, so it feels fairly you know there's courtesy mask wearing when indoors in shops and stuff but otherwise it feels you know i've seen people tons of tons of people all the time well, that's good i feel very, it's very different like yeah it's so crazy to um see images coming in i like i'm so happy i'm not jealous or anything but it's just so different because we're under like the hardest lockdown we've been in the whole time yeah. of the pandemic yeah. so it just seems like so disconnected yeah. you know what yeah. i mean that uh some places could be like that and other la places really could not but that's yeah. good i'm really happy f- i'm happy for you yeah uh la went r- really went through it in um january uh, oh yeah and, uh, yeah obviously yeah, there's was... long-lasting problems or things that have been exacerbated by all of this but 
as far as being able just psychologically to get out of, yeah, get out of the house and see, hug friends and see friends. It's, Whoa, you've done a hug? I've been hugging. I just hugged someone like 10 minutes ago. So, yeah. Really? You hugged yeah. someone? Dude, what's it like? What is it It's like? pretty weird. It's nice. <laughs> like, it's kind of warm. There's a warm... <laughs> Um, your heart rate goes down. A bit. Yeah, it's pretty good. Whoa. Yeah, I don't oh, want to rub man. it in your, your face. I'm sorry. I, no, I know one day. <laughs> I know one day we'll... Yeah, in like two hug. years. Well, all I was going to say about yeah. was was January, <laughs> it was really bad here, and it just turned so fast. And I think these things, they come on really fast, and they, they change really quickly. So I think, I don't think you guys are going to be, I, I don't, I don't want to predict, but... I think you'll be out of it before you think. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I hope that's I, true. I don't think. Yeah. Um, I hope that's true. Yeah, we 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 hope that's true. It's hard to say. Jordy, have you had a hug? Have you been able to hug anyone? No, not really. Mm. <laughs> There's definitely outdoors. I mean, it, the spring has just sprung in Toronto, so yeah. it's good. There's some outdoor walking friends and stuff. I don't think I've been as strict as my brother, but. Okay. Hugs would be nice. Okay. This is good. So when's the last time, uh, Jordy, by your reckoning, I asked, uh, I asked you, uh, for some reason I'm asking you to, to go through your mental day timer and figure out when you last mm-hmm. saw people. When's the last time islands were all in the same room? Because this is a monumental occurrence that it's back, it feels like, to me, because... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that would have been November 2019. Oh, okay. So not not that long ago, you were working on the record, I presume. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so Nick invited us down to LA, <laughs> and we were there for two or three weeks. Evan was there a little longer. I worked on one of the songs with Nick, like earlier that year, I think, mm. when I was visiting. And yeah, then we were all together. It was amazing. That's nice. And if only I relished it more <laughs> Should have hugged, a little more hugging maybe in retrospect could have been yeah. Down. yeah yeah but i was trying to think of like because we hadn't even really rehearsed at that point i'm trying to remember when we started this last record i think we just went right into it i can't remember now but i do remember that with this band it's like right back at it when as soon as you set up for the first time you know yeah so i'm excited for yeah, the yeah. time we rehearsed for this next stage or whatever i feel like it will feel like no time has passed at all yeah that's a that's a chemistry that's a love you guys love each other and it comes through when you I get do. together when you congregate the love uh, is present nick uh, my understanding and i it's not just my understanding i think this is a fact uh islands sort of vanished for a period is that is that fair is that a fair assessment of what happened to islands yeah i think that's fair we finished out a year of touring in 2016 with the release of our last albums two that we released simultaneously and we finished the year with some 10-year anniversary shows from the first record and after that it just felt yeah i felt kind of spent you know i felt a little little spent out of gas i guess and it wasn't necessarily planned explicitly, but it just felt like dormant for sure. And then that changed right around the time Jordy was in LA. I had started working with this producer 
who worked on the very first record that Evan and Jordy joined Islands for, which was in 2009. So again, we, the three of us have been playing music together for a long time. So that is also part of the, the chemistry and the muscle memory. But so I got, went into the studio with Chris Cody, who um, produced Vapors, the, the record that Evan and Jordy joined Islands for. And we were in his studio at Sunset Sound. And I didn't know if it was going to be, I just knew I had some songs and started to feel the itch again and got, went into the studio with this thing I'd demoed and we were filling it out and Jordy was in town. So I just had him come by. Um, Jordy was in town on tour. And so I had him come by and play bass on the song and which is usually that's Evan's station, but I didn't even know what it was yet. I, I was like, maybe this is islands. I'm not sure. And yeah, then it just started to take shape and it started to feel like, oh, this, I think this is, I think this is Islands. You said that you, you, you said you felt spent. Uh, and I just want to go back to that for a moment. What was it about uh, being in Islands, I guess, or, or making music per se in that vein that uh, gave you some pause? Do you remember? Do you recall? Yeah, I think, I mean, we released two records on one day and it was like, well, where do you go from here? I mean, three records in one day? What's our next trick that we pull out of our sleeve? How, like, I feel like I'd been tap dancing for a long time trying to get people's attention. And it just, you start to feel like, well, I'm banging my head against the wall here trying to like, we were doing our thing in the corner. Like, this is what we're doing and come check it out. But it's hard to feel like you're in a, a bit of a vacuum. So I just, I think I I felt a little exhausted by that, by that feeling of trying to tap dance. And so it just, I didn't know it at the time, but I just needed a long sabbatical, I guess, personally, hmm. to re-engage with what I loved about playing with the brothers, playing with Adam, playing in general, writing songs and recording. I just started to lose perspective. And so I just needed a timeout, I guess. I needed to go off planet. <laughs> right. Okay. So it's it's spreading around the band. Everyone goes off planet every once in a while. I guess is what you're saying. And oh, yeah. for sabbatical. Uh, speaking of that, uh, Evan, uh, you know, I know your uh, work uh, very well. I know your trajectory. Uh, can you relate to what Nick is describing in terms of uh, that shift from I don't want to say workaholic enthusiasm, but when we're in the creative realm, you do have that a little bit. You're just super excited to make make stuff. Uh, but then at some point you get a little tapped out. And I wonder if I think of your trajectory, Evan, I feel like you've had similar bouts of like manic activity and then I got to take a break. Can you relate to what Nick was going through at all? Oh, yeah, definitely. But I, I don't think we need to paint it as that's some unusual thing for a musician or artist to mm -hmm. do. I think that's totally normal. Like, I think it's more... Uh, abnormal if people continue you know <laughs> to to push that and also um no i don't know like my personally yeah like i've stopped bands and started bands and uh thought that i would never do this again or that again but as those different periods uh unfold you really uh realize that it's all part of the process you know it's not um like at the time it seems like a crazy decision it's like oh i'm gonna uh stop doing this or or break up 
the band or whatever it may be but then uh, through the lens of time you see that and it's just like i think a natural ebb and flow of things i think the unusual thing about islands is it's uh longevity you know a lot of bands don't even clear like uh two records before call like packing it in you know so maybe it seems unusual to start that up again but it's not you know it's just like Nick, I know you could never, and me the, the same, and Jordy as well. Like we could never turn off creating music. That's not like an option. And if if we stop the for a while, it'll it will always come back. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, I don't think I knew that in the interim between 2016 and now ish. I, I didn't know. I but but I think you're right. That impulse is even if it's dormant it's still there and it came back right away yeah and and i think you were referring to like something that's always hung me up throughout uh, my music uh, career is the the things that make you want to stop are these external forces you know it's not it's not i mean the simplest way of putting it is like oh you know we're not getting the proper audience we want or people aren't listening to it uh but it it's more than just that it's just all these uh external forces when we're just uh our job and our role is like we're rocking out and we're we're putting this stuff out and then it's it does get uh discouraging and like i think everyone needs a break when that doesn't always go smoothly right like or when that becomes more than actual the music like all the business and uh, and all that stuff i don't know that so now that that's not happening anymore uh or when you get a break from that it's easy it's uh you need a break from that i guess right Mm -hmm. like all that nonsense it's kind of like a tour when i think about it when i think about what you're saying it's kind of like a tour right like you're you're, you got the let's say you got 25 dates and you play one show and it's incredible and it's a packed house and you play well and then three days later you have a show and none of that happens but then there's always another show like there's always going to be another show and then you, you try it again and i feel like that's a microcosm of what you're describing like it goes up it, like, there's a song, some uh, one of your new songs, Islamania. It goes high, it goes low. I mean, that's kind of what it's like, right? If I make, I hope I did. Yep. Did I sound like a kiss ass quoting your own lyrics to you back? Like, was that bad? Uh, well, I loved it. I don't know. I guess if that yeah, makes, I loved it. Too. If that makes you a kiss ass, then so be it. No, it's, that's and that's what that song's about. It's about reconciling with that manic relationship to making music for people and to be in this very privileged place that we're in too well Um, evan was talking about external factors jordy like i don't know if you have a perspective on what we've been discussing but like it is interesting to me as a public figure as a person rather you're just sort of living your life but as a public figure everyone seems to be counting your days and months and years you know jordy like it's like it's been five years since an island's record that must (laughs) mean they were hibernating this whole time doing nothing and is that kind of weird do you think well, for me, the ultimate optimism in life personally is making something like in terms of writing a song, you always have something new comes to your life and you're like, I, I'm going to put all my efforts in this new song. And then maybe, I you know, after working for a year in a record, then it's not in your hands anymore. As, as artists, it's like starting stuff is the easiest part I find. Yeah. 
but letting it linger in the world is maybe not the most optimistic thing. Right. Um, right. I know there's one thing about, so our last shows were the 10th anniversary shows of, uh, return to the sea, mm-hmm. which Evan and I didn't play on. And it's one, one amazing thing about that we've been lucky at is that islands has had some like really good, strong fans that have followed us the whole time. And it's, we've been really lucky to be able to go on tour and in many towns, people will come out that have been stuck with us for a long time, uh, that have stuck with us. You made it sound like that. There was like an entrapment. <laughs> they just, they, they're stuck with us. There's nothing they can do. But, uh, there has always been a thing where the first record that we haven't been, a, that we weren't a part of has been beloved by so many people. So giving, and it, it did actually feel really good to give, uh, it was only two concerts, one in New York, one in LA, and they were really fun and they were really big. And I feel like we finally were like, I know a lot of people want to hear a return to the sea and we, we did it and it felt really good. It was really fun, but it definitely was like closing. It felt to me like kind of closing the chapter of being like tied to that trajectory of that first album, maybe. And it's been, like it's been that. nice to, it's been yeah. nice to put it to bed a little and then have some time off. And now that's not a, it's not a factor or something. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. This definitely feels like a new, a new beginning and a new chapter. And I remember when I also to speak on the fans too, I remember when Richie, Richie Perry, uh, Richie, Richard Reed Perry from Bell Orchestra and Arcade Fire, he co-produced that first record return to the sea and played all over it and stuff. And so he came out to LA and to New York to play with us. And I remember him turning to me and just saying like, God, your fans are so sweet. They're so gentle. And like, it's true that they are like, they've been stuck with us, but they're just so, they're just so, they are just such a gentle, not to group a bunch of people into one grouping, but um, the people that tend to come like, it's small but beautiful, you know. Like we we've built this small thing that's filled with like really positive, and uh, for the most part, I think really kind-hearted and like considerate listeners who really do listen and care, and they listen as much to the new stuff as the old stuff. Of course, they they have an emotional connection to some of the records that they might have listened to when they were younger, but people are really. I feel really blessed that we have such a cool audience. And I think part of that comes with it being more a smaller audience, you know, than like when you have, you get to a certain degree and you're playing arenas and then suddenly you have these meatheads that come out to your show that just heard the one song on, you know, alt radio and don't have like feel a bond to you. So I I feel like we're in a really nice place with, with all of it. And it makes me excited to get back. Yeah. uh, No, I appreciate that. I think uh, I, I can't tell, Nick. Are you? I think of you as a, a sentimental person. Are you a nostalgic person per se? I try not to be professionally. I try to keep moving. I, don't, I try not to be looking back. But I think in, on a personal level, I I am quite nostalgic, quite sentimental. Well, like and, I'm I'm trying to visualize Jordy. I assume Jordy, were you on tour with U.S. Girls when you were in L.A. at that point? Uh, yeah, that was. We did. That was when we played Coachella. And you're not allowed to do anything else near Coachella when you play Coachella, and it's also two weekends in a row, so you have a you have to hang out. 
Right, there's a radius there, clause. You can't play that, other shows. Yeah, exactly. So right. I had a week hanging out. So it felt really good to be able to do a little session with my old friend. Yeah, so I visualize uh, you showing up to that session and Nick giving you a big hug. Uh, just a warm, nostalgic, sentimental, emotional hug. Nick, is that what happened? Yeah, didn't even think twice about it either. <laughs> didn't wash my hands yeah, after. Didn't, Usually didn't I wash my hands <laughs> after and give a hug. So. <laughs> Well, I, uh, you know, it's interesting, like, to play uh, shows behind a record that's 10 years old because you realize that the people who are there have a, an association with that record from 10 years ago. There's nostalgia in the air, you know? Like, they're, some of them, I assume, are just like, oh, I love that record when it came out. This reminds me of 10 years ago. And that can be complicated. That can be a complicated thing to uh, live in as the performer, I would guess. Was it? weird to be because i did you play the record in order did you do the whole nine yards with return to this that the, those 10th anniversary shows yeah 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 we did it we yeah. did it like we played the record front to back and then we we left the stage and came back and just played some of our other favorites from the we played like another four songs from the last record the last two records and one or yeah. two others that we wanted to play so yeah but otherwise, you're a forward-thinking dude. Is, I that was think, the, the one. That was the one moment I gave one space I allowed for yeah, looking back and reflecting. But otherwise, I I think it's evident in the records too. If you listen from record to record, from the first record to the second record, there's a huge shift. It would have been easy to try to replicate whatever modest success there was from that first album, but to just continue giving that. And I went. To, I did a. A 180 and then with vapors the third record another 180 so yeah I, i'm much more interested in um just continuing along a path and uh just revisiting you know the past I guess. yeah what's interesting is that with with an audience and recordings people that would love an older record they're more they know that record way better than we do even <laughs> if we worked on it because you know there's not i i've feel like most artists aren't listening to their back catalog very often as opposed to an an audience member so yeah that's that's probably fair i mean evan evan i think of you as always being from the future uh always always thinking ahead that's my read on you even when you uh have been in bands where there's like an aesthetic choice to maybe look like uh greasers from like a, a bygone era it feels like uh, deconstruction-y or something. Uh, what's the word that the English students would say? I'm an English student. Uh, postmodern or something. What is uh, Evan, what is your uh, relationship uh, with time in terms of your art and the, the work you make? Are you are you more s- someone who's interested in being ahead of everything, or do you do you feel like you? Um, well, I would I would say the answer is neither of those things. I'm most concerned with the present, actually, and I'm the older I get, and the and uh, the more I do, that is where I want to be. And uh, I think uh, that's a lot of the hardships that comes from uh, being in a band is because a lot of what you're doing is not in the present. You're uh, recreating uh, moments from the past if you're playing live, you know, or, or music that has been created before. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but where I want to live, I don't, I don't want to think about what is going to happen in the future. And I don't, you know, I like having memories about the past, but uh, I'm purely focused and uh, concerned on the present if the that now you're into the now 
Yeah, because uh-huh. like, why would I waste my time and mental energy thinking about the past or the future when I could、uh, focus on the present and accomplish? I just feel like I'm theoretically able to accomplish way more that way. What about technologically? You always seem to know what people are doing. Like we've we've alluded to this thing you're you're doing,、uh, which you, I think, very modestly, or maybe a little too modestly. You don't want to talk about Planet Sled, and I well, I just、that. don't want to. Pl- I don't want to uh, uh, plug what I'm doing if we're having to talk about islands. Oh, I、But、see. Yeah. Anyway, I've I've、uh, since、Ladies、the. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention? <laughs> the alarm situation is now under control. That's、the、my robot. Wait, where is that? Oh, I thought that. Are you? Do you live in the future? <laughs> you have a voice that comes on in your apartment telling you that everything's okay. That's terrifying. It sounds like a church. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! I really thought <laughs> that I was a.、Uh, I thought that was, no, that is thought, crazy. I thought that was、wow. a bit. I totally thought that was some、yeah. kind of、yeah. planet sled bit. Okay. That was. Okay?、Wow. Are, you, are you okay, Jordy? First of all. Yeah. What did they the, say? Were you the able woman to hear? said we're okay? She's a nice lady. She sounds nice. Yeah. yeah. She sounded nice. Yeah. I will say that. Does she live in the basement? <laughs> no, she lives in my <laughs> ceiling. <laughs> in ceiling. Yeah, right. Well. Yeah. I will say,、um, I'm、Sorry、sure Evan can speak on this much better than I can, but I I, I get what you're saying, Vish, because、um, Evan is doing something really incredible with Planet Sled and his weekly. Live streams where he's every. I mean, I don't even know how to. I don't even understand it, but it's mini controlled、yeah. video. Yeah, no one's doing that, and it's every week is a different theme, and it's incredible. And I think people should be watching. And if you're listening to this, you can go to. Is it what's your what's your YouTube page, Evan? Because it's a weekly sh- live live show. Oh,、so、I'll, I'll yeah yeah yeah. I'll, okay, I'll link、so、to it. I'll link to、here. it. I'll link to it. Don't、okay. worry. Yeah yeah yeah. Sled yeah.、Uh, yeah sled with two Ds. Official, but yeah,、It's、I just、impressive. um, very impressive. When when the pandemic started, and since I, you know, before that, in the few months before, I had been doing like show, like, like I haven't really played live since the last Island shows,、uh, maybe a few shows after,、mm-hmm. and I kind of didn't really mind because it.、Uh, and then I was trying to do my own stuff,、uh, doing shows, and I was doing these big like. Multimedia shows with lights and、uh, video and stuff and music, and then、uh, it was kind of a drag because only like I don't care about having a small audience, but only like a few people would show up, and it just seemed like、mm. crazy that I was putting all this energy in、yeah. uh, to that. But then、uh, the pandemic hit, and I was like, and everyone's like live streaming, it's gonna take off. It this is the <laughs> thing, and I was so excited. I'm like, I don't have to. Go to another place, and I don't have to deal with like the environment of a bar or you know things like that. And、uh, I can just、uh, make what I want. So I started doing that every week, and you know, not many people、uh, watch a show, but I, I don't really care. It's like I've got a college degree, basically. Like what I've learned so much about、uh, broadcasting, and、mm. I do really think that I know everyone's getting. Uh, excited to open everything back up and、uh, have things go back to normal. I do think there's a lot of potential in、uh, live streaming as as an art form, especially、uh, doing. I've been doing interactive stuff like over Zoom, and it's something that you 
don't get anywhere else. Like mm-hmm. having a doing a live show. It's sort of like I guess a radio call in show or like a TV call in show would be similar to that. But like just having um spontaneous interaction and all uh you know get people to call in and you you did it nick right and mm-hmm. like do things to their face mm-hmm. and special effects and and i i really love it. it i hope that even though like people should get back to uh live music there's stuff really special about that but this is something that more people explore uh going ahead into yeah. the future there's no need for you know? that to stop what you're doing we can have both you know yeah, exactly. And, and, and exactly. You've, you've, car- you've made a lane. You've like carved a nice lane. Well, this is uh, I, Nick. I, I just want to say, Nick, I appreciate you uh, letting us have this space. Uh, all of you for letting us have this space to talk about it because I think that's significant. Because there's part of me. Yeah. I'm with you, Evan. Like, there's yes, I would like to be able to hug at least Jordy of the four of us here. I'd like to <laughs> hug Jordy at some point. He's and the most huggable. He's the most yeah. huggable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and so I'd like some normalcy back. But there's also stuff like what you're doing, I think is genius. And I think I, mm. I would hate for you have more of a chance to have an audience for it because we're all kind of around. And uh, and there's lots of stuff that we used to do, we had to do, that I don't have to do anymore. And it's amazing. I don't have to get on a bus at six in the morning to go to the office. I roll out of bed. I have a very civilized breakfast. I have a Nothing's too rushed. I get to work. I mean, Nick, have you found that? Like you're not a... You're, I think of you as a bit of a road dog. When when you've got a record to promote, you hit the road hard. I've we've all been together on the road, uh, so I know yeah. what it's like. But are you kind of relishing any aspect of this stillness as a musician? I, I'm definitely ready to get back on the road and tour. I, I'm. The thing is, I, I think we can have both things. I think people are still going to want to cons- watch. People love to sit on a couch and watch things. So I think there's plenty of room for the space that Evans created and there's plenty of room for bands to go out and hit the road and, and tour. And I think it's a balance. I definitely got burnt out a little bit, you know, the older you get with touring and stuff, but I like being out in the world. I, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely, um, I miss it. And, and in the last couple of months, LA has definitely come back online, so to speak. And so I do enjoy being in the world but I think there's space to check in and check out at your leisure too. Well, yours was, it's, you've done 30 episodes. Is that true, Evan? Yeah. Yeah. Um, any, we should uh, move on. I just uh, think it's amazing that every week, Evan's done a new show every week for 30 weeks. But if we were to be on tour for 30 weeks Mm. around the world in some crazy way, we would have no new material. It would be the same right. songs. Yeah. yeah Cause, and because so the amazing thing is that he's had time to no, yeah. And that's why there is a cycle for all, uh, artists of touring and making music. And, yeah. uh, it's different times. Uh, it, it's different time periods for different people. I guess it's more, if you're more business focused, people keep it, uh, tighter, right? Cause they're trying to, keep the cycles going but that doesn't uh you know that that doesn't really mean Listen, anything so but, but here's one of the things i know you want to move on and i again i appreciate your modesty evan but i will say this what i like about it beyond the fact that it's cool looking and it's fun i like uh that you took this time it feels like i know you were doing this before the pandemic i appreciate anyone who's working every week on something and releasing a song a week 
or writing a song a week. Yeah. In my case, like I make a podcast every week. You're doing yeah. something every week, and I appreciate that you, at some on some level, I'm sure you could you would agree. You've been upgrading your skills. You've used this time to get better at at doing that stuff, and I yeah. think that's what I also appreciate. I appreciate your persistence and your spirit. And like, thanks, I'm not going to yeah. be, that's what I'm getting at a little bit too. Does that make sense? No, thanks. Yeah. I really, um, like, <laughs> w- uh, I, I hate to say this, but uh, because I do love being out in the world too. And I love playing shows. I'm not, I'm not trying to, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, make a, like Nick says, it's not either or I do love all that stuff and I miss all that. But, um, just when, when they said things were locked down, I was like, yes, finally <laughs> I can just do whatever this, what I want to do. And ever since like i've i work for 12 hours a day every day for a whole year i've yeah. never stopped and it it feels great you know i'm not i'm not trying to brag but yeah no, you're no hard. It, it's yeah. good uh this has been an amazing opportunity for me to do that you know yeah. and i feel bad for you nick because your um <laughs> time it's like you well just because your timing uh didn't work out the same it's like you had your moment of uh, or, or your time when you, you were making all those songs and writing mm-hmm. and then we made the record and then yeah. uh, the pandemic hit you know yeah. what I mean it was just like yeah. uh, the if if that was shifted like that uh, you had started writing when the pandemic yeah. hit uh, it would have been all perfect but you know you can never um, but the songs would have all been about lockdown yeah <laughs> And, and yeah, like yeah uh, viral <laughs> shedding, lots of epidemiology. Yeah, you know, I will, I will, sled, viral sled. I, yeah. <laughs> viral sled. I will say though, Nick, um, I don't know if you would agree. There's a certain much needed exuberance to Islamania. Like, I feel like it's a kind of a party record yeah. in a lot of ways, and it's really yeah. upbeat. I, even though some of the lyrical themes might, you know, kind of belied by maybe some some darker themes, but it does feel really upbeat and up and. You know, my son the other day is nine, and I had uh, do it with the lights on, blasting in the kitchen, and he had that mm-hmm. thing with a kid has when he knows something's being said that might be like innuendo, you know, and he was like, do it with the lights on. Do what? And I had to be like, it's dancing. It's about dancing. He says we're dancing. Is. Nick, is do it with the lights on all about dancing, or is it about something else? It's about dancing. That's, what, about that's dancing. what I said. I yeah. wasn't lying then. Yeah. Very so, literal. Very literally. <laughs> my 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 ultimate point is: Do you have a set like it's to, to Evan's point? Bad timing on the one hand, on the other, we need a record like this right now. I feel great playing in the house. I'm not feeling down about some folk singer, you know, singing some woeful song about some yeah. terrible time. Was that did that Screw feel purposeful? Folk singers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Was it purposeful no. to do like an upbeat up record? No, I, I wasn't anticipating. Um, a global pandemic when putting the record together but <laughs> but i think i needed i had gone through you know i think the band had gone through this arc of songs that were a little you know there, there's some sad records there's there's some some mournful records there's some angry records there's some miserable records and i don't think i'd ever really harnessed a like a truly exuberant happy record and so so that was even though like you said some of the themes are a little uh darker uh lyrically it does feel like i've gotten like i wanted to lock into something and timing wise that does seem to help you know it's coming out june 11th which i mean i don't know what it's going to be like in other parts of of the listening 
the world where people are listening to islands, but I know here in my in the town that I live, that's it's just going to be pretty much back to some kind of regular scheduled living. And so I think people are definitely going to be looking to celebrate and have a soundtrack to that joy that they're feeling. Yeah, so I think no, it's, it's quite it's quite well timed. And way. as long as there's no uh, massive power outages they can do it with the lights on. <laughs> like play that song and uh you that's know right. dance around with all the lights on <laughs> yeah that's um, no that's true that's a good that's a good <laughs> electrical point i would say uh, and mm-hmm. that's good uh, nick uh this joy I, I don't know if i assume it might stem from your personal life or what have you like just your your state of mind do you know if you think back on when you formulated these songs and uh, maybe came up with the soundtracks for them, so to speak. Do you know where that joy sort of came from? Uh, did it follow a period of not feeling as uh, joyful, so to speak? Maybe by default, I'm I'm usually in a miserable state of mind. And I'm not sure why I chose to get out of it. But I think it was like, well, if I'm coming back, if Islands is coming back, if we're coming back, let's do it. Let's do it a little different. Let's do it with, with the some- lights on. With the lights on, yeah, yeah. and it, <laughs> uh, it, and it wasn't a totally intentional. I sort of let it got let it kind of just happen, unravel, kind of on its own. But mm-hmm. when we started, yeah, when we got together and we're in the studio, laying the songs down, it's just kind of how it shook out, and I just kind of went, I just went towards that. Right. No, it's good. It's very, very good. Uh, Jordy, you. Uh, talked about your reunion with uh, Nick uh, to to work on uh, that session at, uh, during the Coachella break or whatever. But uh, can you first uh, speak to when Evan got involved? I'm going to go to Jordy on this because I know Jordy's a good storyteller. Oh. He loves his brother. Oh, yeah. uh, do you remember yeah. how Evan got involved? Well, Evan is essential to you would want him to help with your record if you were anybody because mm-hmm. he's <laughs> the best at organizing Evan has so many good skills making a record in terms of like he'll make more lists than us and stuff. I find <laughs> he's a good he's good at like getting down to the work. Uh, also at you know everything. Anyway, I couldn't quite give as much time as Evan could in that month when we recorded. So Evan went down a few maybe a week earlier than me. To oh, you weren't in the same. You weren't there together in any way. We were, yeah, but Evan oh, just okay. went down a few, a little bit before me, okay. and I wasn't there, so I don't know what happened. But I assume they went over all the songs. That's when we. That's when we decided all the parts, all the good parts that <laughs> yeah. I would play, and all the ones that all the bad ones. Exactly. <laughs> Some executive decisions um, were made without Jordy. Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nick, uh, you know, I, as you may know, I love uh, the Gordon brothers in a strange way, and maybe they would agree or disagree. We've grown up together in a lot of ways. We've become adults together, living in the same town and um, having some adventures. Mm-hmm. Um, if you may, if, if we may, indulge in some flattery and some, <laughs> perhaps some gratitude even. What is it about the Gordon brothers? Because you, you've worked with so many, I would say, you worked with so many people. For those who don't know, Islands has had different iterations. The Gordon Brothers seems to be a very long-standing constant. So that speaks, that's a test to, some sort of testimony about them, I would guess. A testament, rather, to them. What do you want to say about the Gordon Brothers? And the padlocks. Yeah. 
and the padlocks that I put on. <laughs> right, they're trapped, um, just like all your fans. The- <laughs> they are. They are trapped, yes. <laughs> Everyone's stuck with me. Um, no, I love Evan and Jordy so dearly. I feel like there's a fraternal um, connection that I've, I don't, that is to me feels super rare. I, I had a sister, an older sister growing up, so I didn't have a brother thing. So um, I know they have this super strong brotherly connection and I, I think I just catch the vapors from that. I catch their, their brotherly, the brotherly whiff. And um, it's not by accident that, uh, that, you know, that they, that they joined for 2009's vapors and I still play with them. I mean, it's ultimately they are free to leave at any point, <laughs> but if it were up to me, they would be with me forever. Cause I, they're incredible. I mean, look, I, I could get emotional talking about this, but they're, they're perfect. They're, they're incredible musicians. They have an incredible outlook on the world and how they choose to live in the world and exist in the world and their, their positive attitude um, about the situation that's kept me. I don't think islands would have necessarily survived uh, as long as it had without them. I think they've been fundamental to the continuation of this band. So I owe them, I feel a debt of gratitude, but I feel so lucky that, that I got to meet them and play with them because they're really just such a well-rounded collaborators. It's just very Damn lovely, unique. lovely yeah. and well said. And I got a little emotional uh, there myself. Uh, Evan, uh, similar, to, uh, similar vein, I guess. Do you like Nick? What do you hate about Nick? <laughs> <laughs> No, but uh, you touched you touched on a really good point there about the uh, brotherhood. Is that um, you know, I maybe the first like couple of years I felt like oh I'm playing in a band with this band Islands, but I've ever since I just feel like we're a family, mm-hmm. and it's less about the actual band. It's like oh yeah, of course we're gonna get together and play music like anytime you ask or because it doesn't feel like anything else i feel like we're uh like like any other groups i've been involved with yeah like it's like a a more uh real personal connection that we have and that's what carries through it and that's what comes to the front when we make music together you know but um it's mo to me it's like half about the music and then half about like being together as a family i don't know (laughs) like i do think of you as our other brother it's not <laughs> older because uh, we're the same age but um and musically you know like your songs are insanely good and you make so many of them and it's all we like uh, there's never any question like oh do i want to uh play on this or does it like fit it's always like mm. so uh exciting and jordy uh do you have anything to add to the love intervention that we've uh been engaging sure. in uh i guess i've just been <laughs> Because performing is such a big thing for me, I've been trying to this year, I guess the nostalgic thing is be like, oh, if shows were done forever now, if that was a thing, I do have to remember how lucky I've been to play so many, to to be able to perform so much in life. And with Islands, it was amazing because when we went to New York to record Vapors, we, I hadn't really done a lot in my, I, I had for, I had started early in my life playing music, but that was like such a big 
step for us to be able to play shows out of Canada and to real audiences and stuff. And even just to go into the studio with Nick that first day, it was amazing to be pretty new to him, but he always has let us like fly in the studio. And it was amazing. I don't remember 2009, how old I was, uh, but just being let loose in like a great studio was such a privilege and an amazing opportunity. And then the, every time we make a record, the, the more it goes on, the more we yeah feel like a great family unit. Well, my, my read on Nick, and it's too bad he can't be here today. My read on Nick is that he's a talent uh, uh, spotter. Uh, he's a nurturer of talent. Uh, I think, uh, you know, Nick, you're, you're something of a, a, a producer, I think, uh, on some level. You, you know what people are capable of, even if, if maybe they don't somehow. Is that fair? Do you, do you feel like you have that a little bit? I don't know. I, I don't know. If, I mean, that's an interesting way to put it. I don't disagree. I, d- I think there's accuracy there. I definitely remember watching Evan and Jordy's band, The Magic, play the first time. Jamie, who started Islands with me in 2005, was working with The Magic in some capacity. And I remember we had them open for Islands in the States. This was in 2008. Jamie wasn't in the band anymore, but he had showed me some of their songs and I loved them and had them open for us. And I just remember watching them. I remember watching them in New York City on tour. And I just remember thinking, these guys, these guys have got it. And I don't know what the future of islands is, but whatever is happening here, I think I need, I think I need to link up with these, these brothers. Cause I think mm. it was, it was like, yeah, I think there's a, there's good analogies to relationships and like, you know, we're in an open marriage, the three of us, we have our own projects that we get to come dip in and dip yeah. out, but the love, yeah. the love is there. And it was love at first sight for me, really. It was. So. <laughs> no, it's, that's that's lovely to hear. I, I mean, I'm thinking about all the hats you wear as a writer, as a director, as a musician. Uh, you know, I feel like that's where I was coming from. Like, I think in those mm. roles, you kind of have to see things in people that they don't maybe recognize about themselves. That's where I was coming I like from. That. If no, I, I like that. I do. I, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know how conscious I am of like, I keep, th- I'm thinking of the word scheme. I'm like, I'm not it's not coordinated. I, I, I let, you know, I let taste and, and intuition sort of guide. Yeah. In, instinct. Yeah. 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 And I, and yeah. I liked, um, yeah. I thought the taste was there, you know, yeah. I thought they were yeah. tasteful. And if you listen to, I think one of my favorite islands records was a real band record, asleep and a forgetting. And if you listen to the record and the choices that Evan and Jordy and myself are making, it's just it's just very tasteful. It's very elegant sounding record yeah. and, and musically it's really it just really demonstrates the like the ability to do less but to say to be able to say so much without really playing much at all. And I think that's yeah that's a true sign of, of uh I don't know, that's just like a that's just that's just good shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, I want to say that the chemistry uh, between uh, you, you guys and the rest of the band, uh, people who aren't here, is evident on, on Isla Mania. For what it's worth to hear it from me, uh, it's there, and uh, it's a fantastic record. So congratulations to, to all of you, and it's nice to have you back. 
And uh, I know I've taken up a lot of your time today, but I do want to give you each an opportunity to talk about uh, uh, islands, hopes and dreams, I suppose, in this uncertain world, but also give you a chance to talk about anything else you're working on. And let's start, Nick, let's start with you in terms of uh, island stuff, because that's why we're here. Uh, and uh, that's what we're celebrating. What's Do you know what's coming up next, I guess, is the easiest way to ask this question at this point in time? Well, you know, man plans, God laughs, as they say. So I, I, have, I have an idea of what I would like to happen, and it involves us getting back into the studio. We There's two more records that I have conceptualized. And a bunch of recording has been done on the second, uh, sort of the answer to this, the counterpoint to Islamania. It's more of the like miserable side of things, the Sunday morning to (laughs) Islamania Saturday night. Um, And a lot of that is recorded to some extent, but kind of the record I'm even more excited about is the third record, which I really, my hope is that, is that the four of us, Adam, myself, Evan and Jordy can get into the room and, figure the songs out i've i've demoed them but very basic like i made a just i made a conscious decision not to add drum machine or synth lines or any anything outside of vocal and the more basic guitar because i really i really want evan and jordy and adam to be as involved because it always works out well um the last couple records taste and should i remain here at sea the best songs from those records are the ones that we fleshed out together. So I want to, I'm excited about the possibility of the four of us getting in the room and recording um, as a band, which I I think will happen. I hope will happen. Oh, definitely will happen. Yeah. And then in the meantime, yeah, just playing some shows and I think playing this record live is going to be really fun. Just getting back out with, with the band and playing live and, just getting Adam back in the mix too. Are there shows scheduled? Uh, there are. There are close to being scheduled. Yeah, there's. Okay. There's. Uh, we're circling some some dates. I feel like you're keeping secrets from me, and I resent it. But that's okay. I only resent it a um, little. I understand. It's impossible. <laughs> How are you supposed to really predict? What you can do, I guess, is maybe where you're coming we're from. We're very close. Uh, you know, I think the the fall. The late summer, the fall in the U.S. is the lights are coming back on. So there will be shows happening. And inshallah, they will be happening with islands. Nice. Well, that's great to hear. So we'll look. For, oh, sorry. Just while I have you and we're on the topic, where where do you? Uh, no, I got to go. Sorry. Bye, guys. Oh, wait a minute. Don't go yet. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just have one more question for you, Nick. No, where can people go to learn more about uh, that woman's going to come back and tell me to get off the phone in Jordy's <laughs> apartment? Uh, wh- where can people go to learn more about islands, Nick? Google. Okay, Google. Yeah, Googling islands will bring up some results. Yeah, just that'll Google be easy. Islands. That should be easy. Okay. All right. We'll find out. <laughs> I don't know. Where do people go to learn anything? You got a new... Uh, pick up a magazine. Pick up a magazine. That's good advice from 20 years ago. It's, uh, you can go to Royal Mountain Records, right? That's where the record is. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep, yeah. Yep. You can pre-order the record. Yeah. Pre-order the record. I'll link to all that stuff in the uh, oh, thanks. podcast thanks. stuff uh, uh, as well. Evan, sheepish self-promoter that you are. Uh, what's going on in your world uh, within islands, I suppose, and beyond it? Anything to anything anything to report? 
No, well, I'm. My plan is to just uh, carry on this season of uh, Planet Sled, my weekly show. So that would end in, uh, you know, uh, September, I guess. And then, like, I'm excited to play shows again. It's just so hard. Uh, I know the perspective is so different in America right now, and I need to bear that in mind. But I'm like, nobody's fully vaccinated here, and everything's locked down so it's hard like i know it's gonna happen it's just hard to imagine uh if i see a date of a show like it's hard to for me to believe that that would even be able to take place because just because there's been so many uh ups and downs like you know i think there was a point last year where we were talking about oh yeah in the in the spring we'll play shows and uh i'm not saying this all to uh cast any doubt no, on it's, it, it is, I, i'm I, i'm yeah. excited i'm excited for it to happen it's just uh you're asking what my plans are what i'm thinking about it i'm just uh, circling back to living in yeah. the present i'm just not going to think about it but when it comes i'm i'm excited uh you know i've been in uh this basement for like 14 months uh yeah, not yeah. been anywhere the future else, is so. the future is the future the concept of the future i think is surreal is maybe what you're kind of getting at like it's just yeah hard to imagine everything happening again even though we really wanted to it's just hard because i think to your point and as we're speaking there have been a couple of false starts where it felt like oh okay things are getting better and then they take a few steps back. So I understand. It's just hard to uh, imagine it happening, right? Yeah. And since it's hard, I just don't uh, bother imagining it happening. But um, other than that, I'm excited to, you know, Making records with islands is is the best. We've we have so much experience and we um, work really well together and are super productive. And I'm I'm excited, Nick, to hear you talk about uh, doing more sessions. And and I think that's uh, I don't know something that our band it separates us from other groups is that we're like a really good recording band. And that's something that in you know the golden age of of rock and roll groups would record all the time like they're just like okay we went in and did like 25 more songs and they're just like doing that a lot and i think now it's more like you know not to generalize but uh a lot of groups are like the opposite they're like we're a live band and oh we gotta make a record and they uh Mm -hmm. sometimes you know not sure what to do but i really think we could like we can make a hundred records as long as you can make songs, Nick, and we have a, you know, and it's always going to be fresh. Like we don't have a specific musical style, so it's always going to sound uh, different. So I, I would, uh, I'll play on every record as long as I'm uh, able, uh, physically and mentally able to. Um, and then other than that, I, I, you know, I, I want to do something with all these skills that I've learned uh so i think either like i'll try to get a show together to pitch to some online network or i'll try to find um some people who i could maybe like teach this whole system to that could do that uh themselves like there might be people out there who have better things to say than me that (laughs) might uh you know need need uh I don't know. I want to, like, teach this system uh, that I've been learning. But uh, that's all I've got going on. But uh, you should ask Jordy uh, what he's doing because... 
he sent me this record that he made during the pandemic time and you guys like when you hear it you are gonna die like it's uh it's that sounds great. bad. That's a bad thing to say to people during a pandemic uh, that you're going to die. No, but it would be the sweetest. Um, it would be the best uh, death. It's the best cra- death. Like it's crazy. Yeah. It's like um, that. I was floored hearing it. I don't know, uh, Jordy. You can talk if there's plans uh, for it to come out. But I, I don't even like, know if he's uh, uh, he's permitted uh, to talk about it yet. But we'll we'll, we'll go to Jordy. Evan, th- thank you for uh, sharing all that info. That was uh, that was great to hear, and I appreciate your. Uh, your measured optimism, I suppose. It's always optimistic, and I'm glad you're doing stuff. And if I may be so crass, if you're ever, like, stuck for a guest, I'm here, buddy. I, I'm just saying, I, 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 if you don't, oh, I know oh, you yeah. probably... Is yeah, there yeah, a photo of, of me in your studio? Like, do not admit? Like, am I not allowed to be on the show somehow? No, no. Um, I If you follow me on social media, I'm constantly asking people oh, to submit... Right. Uh, certain clips and nobody ever does so i just assumed um like i don't really reach out to people but sure let's uh talk after and i'll i'll get you on um for some reason there's no sorry uh, to sorry to impose myself i now i feel bad uh, that i did that but no i just if if i i'd like to be i like i like it i want to take part anyway it's great and i've uh, i'll link to all the stuff that uh, evan does uh jordy uh, uh some milk has been spilled I love that we're all um, advertising for each other on this. That's really nice. <laughs> that's that's my job. That's basically what I do. Uh, what what is going on, Jordy, with you these days? Um, well, first of all, I am I cannot wait for the prospect of a live Islands concert. It will. I feel like the the thought of being on stage with these fellows, it's like the biggest vacation in the world for me now especially because I feel like I haven't, I've only made like sad, quiet music kind of this whole year. And, and playing this record is going to be like such a wonderful release. Yeah. It's also going to be like a big challenge because it's so produced. So I, I am excited for that moment when we get to figure it out. I definitely have dreams about what it's going to be like <laughs> nice. loading, That's good. dreams of loading mm. in <laughs> we're going to have Being such out. heavy stuff we're going to carry it up a big flight of stairs it's going to be amazing um and yeah in the interim this year i made my own album at home which was really great to get more into i've always been able to do a little bit of recording at home but tried to get deeper tried to learn i feel like all of us one thing cool about the New Islands record is that everyone could produce every part of it. And Nick especially has been getting amazing at all the parts of production, I thought, in this album. But anyway, I'd made my own album. Ten songs. And yeah, just in the current process of all that planning stuff, which is not as good not I'm not as good at the self promotion stuff. But yeah, that, I but had that's, that's why I'm here. I'm here to help you. Exactly. Self-promote. Visha wrote me a bio the other day. And yeah, I got pictures taken where I'm going to be shooting a video next week. Do you have a release date? uh, So we're looking for some videos end of June and then through the summer and then record end of the summer. Is it uh, the, the last? Um, uh, the, oh, sorry, the last I heard, it may be called the apartment. Do you know what it's going to be called? The tower. It's called. Oh, the tower. I don't know why I thought. Oh, I was I think thinking of the you movie. Wrote that. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> no, it's called the tower. That's correct. Right. Sorry, but yeah. it was all recorded in your in apartment. Tower. Right. Yeah, okay. exactly. Sorry, Evan, I cut you off. What were you going to say about uh, something? Oh, just that, Jordy, you should um, leak the album to uh, Vish and uh, Nick. Well, well I, oh, yeah. I have it. I think they've both heard it. Yeah. But oh. maybe I haven't, sent, I haven't sent Nick the final, the masters or whatever. <laughs> but send I will. me the, yeah, send, send me. I will. And who knows? Islands might need a support. Uh, <laughs> might need someone to open for the... And personally, I'm just... That was a weird old showbiz promise you just did there. That was weird. It's like a grease in the wheels or something. What? Uh, Evan and Jordy opened for Islands in Europe. Yeah. And it, was it was amazing. As the magic. Yeah, it was amazing. It was awesome. But it was like a two-for-one yeah. sale, too, for sure. Yeah, you guys, you guys had your work cut out for you at that, that tour. But yeah, I just... One thing about music that I love the most is when you perform time kind of shifts what's cool about playing with people you've played with for so long and your brother is like my brother's always on the other side of the stage and yet you know we're making like if we mess up as islands we always know how to catch ourselves because we kind of have this you're communicating without knowing it all the time mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm also excited though to try uh, as a solo artist I think I have a very more vulnerable and bare kind of sense of communicating with the audience even though it's like way scarier i always find it more fun to be with a band but i'm gonna hopefully also play lots of solo shows in the coming time and get better at that and yeah do it all it's very exciting times you're all very busy and i I appreciate you pointing out the communication uh that you have that is at least somewhat uh effortless or it's been honed i know there's a song on the new record called uh closed captioning that kind of speaks to what I thought anyway, I'm still working on my dissertation about the new album, but I believe uh, maybe a breakdown in communication. Nick, is that a fair uh, description? I think that's a good assessment of the song. And that is the song that that Jordy came and played on when he was in town for uh, Coachella. So that was the that was the impetus for the whole record. That was where that was the starting point. It was ground zero. So. so what you're saying is I just performed an incredible segue. Uh, the what? Incredible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we have to go out on a song, or we don't have to. I was actually hoping, because the uh, new record, Isle of Mania, is coming out uh, as we're speaking this week. Very exciting. Uh, and people are going to get to hear the whole thing soon. But Nick, I defer to you. Uh, if we can go out on a song right now, can you choose one for us? And if so, can you tell us a little bit about why you chose it? I mean, I would be down to play closed captioning. It's it might be a little bit out of turn, but um, I think it's a great song that that deserves a little shine. And outside of listening to it on the record, it, it why not? I, I don't know. Maybe I'll get in trouble by suggesting this. Is there is there know. something? Uh, I don't want you to get in trouble, and I don't want to get in trouble. You get in trouble. Get in I'm in definitely getting in trouble. <laughs> is there a different song you want to pick? I like getting in trouble. Yeah. Um, getting you in the trouble. voice is going to talk yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen you are playing um, the wrong song please choose differently no is there is that the one we should go out on alert eh, fuck it let's play closed captioning let's let you you segued it you teased it up nicely let's play it okay this is closed captioning yeah. by uh, the much missed and and uh, you know it's joyful they're back islands is the band Islomania is the new album. This is closed captioning. Uh, Nick, this is a sneak peek. Sneak peek, yeah. Nick, Evan, 
Jordy. Uh, it is uh, beautiful to see you all, even this way. I love you all very much, and I thank you for being on the show, and I wish you all the best of luck in the future. Thanks, Miss Steve. You. That's really thank nice. You. Love you.
Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Oh, that was fun. Thanks again to Nick. Evan and Jordy of Islands for appearing on this, the 617th episode of Creative Control, which is part of the Entertainment One Podcast Network and is available wherever you get your podcasts. If you can't find an episode that you're looking for, or if you want to learn more about me and sign up for my monthly newsletter, please visit my website, vishkana.com. You can like Creative Control on Facebook, I suppose. You can also follow the show on Twitter, at vishcreative, or you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram, at Vishkana. Also, please visit patreon.com slash creative control to make a flexible monthly donation to sustain this podcast. $6 or more grants you access to exclusive content, audio content, some visual content. I just, as we're speaking, you and I, as we're speaking right now, I just posted a, the first time I ever spoke with Neil Hamburger, October 11th, 2006. And it sounds like it was recorded by me in October of 2006. It's, it's there. It's something. Anyway, you can find out for yourself if you donate $6 or more a month at uh, the uh, Patreon there. Oh, also, if you're uh, interested in receiving a Creative Control t-shirt, please message me on Patreon and I'll get you one while supplies last. Again, more information about all of those things at patreon.com slash creative control. Thanks again to the fine Alberta record retailer Blackbird Music which you can learn more about at blackbird.ca. Also live at massiehall.com, where you can watch beautifully captured concerts by some great artists from not only Canada, but from all over the world, actually. Also want to thank Pizza Trocadero, the bookshelf and Planet Bean Coffee in Guelph, Ontario, and Granddad's Donuts in Hamilton for their in-kind support for this show. Thanks, as always, to my dear friend Jim Guthrie for letting me use uh, some of his music on this show. You can learn more about Jim at jimguthrie.org. As a matter of fact, Jim connected to the Gordon Brothers and to Nick. Uh, they were in a band called Human Highway. Jim and Nick and Evan and Jordy were also in that band, as I recall. <laughs> we did a tour together, and I it's all blur. Uh, the Magic, Jordy's band, was opening for Human Highway. And yeah, I think they were all working together. Anyway, Jim's great. jimguthrie.org for more information about Jim. And finally, thank you for listening to this episode featuring Islands. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you consider subscribing to the podcast and maybe telling your friends about the show, how there's something to this show, and maybe they should subscribe to it or listen to it or something. Just helping to spread the word. That would be kind of you, but if you don't want to do that, that is also just fine. I will talk to you very soon. 
Bye for now. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.